0: It's us. Do we even address the like six year hiatus or whatever, six month hiatus? I think we just jumped
1: in. <laughs> I, I think, uh, do we even have anyone listening?
0: Yeah, our moms. Hello. And my cousin. Shout oh. out to all three of you.
1: Thank you. You're, you're really keeping this going.
0: <laughs> no, this is our hobby. We've established this, that. This is my this life is now. Purely. This is the only way we communicate. We haven't talked in six months. We
1: went from zero, now we're just going to 60 real quick. What? Like zero to six? no? I don't get zero it. Zero to 100? Uh, I've messed... What is that We're reference restart? to? Like zero to 60, like a car in 2.5 seconds or whatever.
0: Right, what's the analogy? Because now
1: we're just going to do this.
0: Oh, we're just jumping in. Yeah. We went from dead.
1: Dead. To we did a little CPR. We
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> Clear! Uh, we're changing the podcast name, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Murder Grads. It's just easier. It's just easier. The Grad Student's Guide to Murder. That that's think a of mouthful. You did title,
0: but, you know. Yeah, well. Plus, you're not a grad student anymore. No. You're a full Done with that detective.
1: Detective. No, not at all.
0: But, a little bit. In
1: a way. Environmental.
0: Detective. Detective. <laughs> I mean, you get to dig through documents that are not available to the general public. <laughs> Doesn't
1: that sound great?
0: Yeah.
1: Actually, it is pretty good. I, I like love reading
0: it. other people's shit. Like, Dude, that's my favorite thing. Dude, you,
1: you will read something sometimes you're like, was this person in a mood?
0: Really? Yeah. Because so many... Like, so much passive-aggressive, like, deeds yeah, well, you'll You'll
1: <laughs> read, like, a letter that's written in 1984 rather than... And it's, like, on blank paper or lined paper. And it's just, like, dear so-and-so. Uh, per communication of this, 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 this related to this, 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 I think yeah, I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? Is, what am I running into? Mm. Yeah. Cool. Handwritten? Handwritten, which by the way, if anything was written before 2000 handwriting didn't matter back yeah. then.
0: Well, no, people wrote in like cursive and stuff.
1: People wrote in like a mix of cursive and print.
0: Someone wrote us something recently that I had to read to you. Didn't they? Someone, like, wrote us, like, a handwritten note. Recently being, like, the last year. I don't know. You all, We also can't read our landlord's writing.
1: To <laughs> no one can read her writing. I
0: um I need to p- apply for the, like, new real ID thing. With uh-huh. DMV. And they were like, we need a copy of your um lease to prove like you live where you live and so i found it in my email as a pdf and i was like they're not gonna accept this this woman like wrote it with her foot i can't even tell what it says they're gonna be like you know you definitely forged this no one in their right mind you're like
1: ask for a lease is this a doctor's note that's 40 pages dear god
0: Uh, uh speaking of leases we went house hunting
1: oh yeah not for real. Not but... for real.
0: We went, like, poser house hunting. Super poser house hunting. Yeah. Because I was like, uh, is this Central Air? Is this, <laughs> is this uh... was this built? Is, good bones, is is good this, bones. Is this kitchen upgraded? <laughs> Just
1: banging on the walls. What was the
0: last fumigation here?
1: <laughs> is that recessed lighting?
0: <laughs> yeah, we, you were, like... What do we ask? Like, I it? didn't even know. I,
1: I was like, what does one typically ask? Between what two do the the houses, look for? I
0: did Google things to ask. <laughs> to
1: her. Nice lighting. These uh, brand new fixtures here in the kitchen.
0: Tell them about Ethan. And by uh, them, I mean our moms.
1: Oh my gosh. We, the very last house we went to we opened the door and there was it looked like it was empty no one it looked like no one was in there
0: yeah
1: and you could see on the couch
0: i'm going to eat my
1: clipboards right. and documents it looked like signature i'm like i'm looking across the room thinking ooh someone's buying the house someone's signing mm-hmm. their name
0: you said aloud i'm scared yeah
1: i was like <laughs> this doesn't look good like we we walked in on a on a bad time and uh i was like uh hello and these two guys walk out, one of which looks like seventeen years old he looks like he's fresh out of high school, mm-hmm. and he's super excited to see us, and walks nice. over to the clipboard, grabs one, hands it to me, and goes, "So you're gonna need to fill out all of this mm-hmm. and actually, you know what I'll fill it out just just I'll ask you the questions one by one, which by the way terrible idea mm-hmm. And then he started going on a a spiel about his company and how...
0: At which point, I left the room to go to the kitchen to like just escape for one minute and like laugh at him and also (laughs) expose myself. Because I can't just like have like a normal face if someone's doing something ridiculous. Like, I'll just laugh. We were the only
1: ones wearing masks and thank God we did because (laughs) you would have seen how shocked and judgy we were. My
0: jaw dropped like out of laughter.
1: It was so, he was like giving us a sales pitch, not even for the house, but for his company. And it was terrible. It was it was. I felt so bad for him. We because, wanted to
0: stop him because we were embarrassed for him.
1: Yeah, like I was close to being like, "Hey, dude, just you don't have to do this." <laughs>
0: you don't have to do this. Is this what do you this? do when you go out? Is this oh. like you talking to people trying? To...
1: And he was just such a bullshitter. Mm-hmm. Like you could clearly tell he he. There was not, had like, no. Had no idea single... what he was doing
0: number or fact or like tidbit of information even it was pure like analogies we never
1: we walked away not even knowing anything about the house i don't know
0: the name of the company i don't know, you know his name were. the name of the company <laughs> how much or, is this house? he asked
1: me what my birthday was <laughs> and my birthday he asked us when our anniversary anniversary was yeah he thought my name was cool but didn't realize that when i was done telling him what my name was that that was it mm-hmm. that's the name He's like, that's it. I'm like, yes, that's a first and last name. What else? Do you want my middle name? (laughs) Um, It was bad. He said his favorite part of the house was some piece of decoration.
0: Which was objectively the worst decoration of it. Terrible. But as yeah.
1: It's like, oh, you're gonna advertise something that won't be here, if I buy the house.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You idiot. it w- imagine like the worst Shark Tank pitch you've ever heard—the kind where you're like, "Make oh. it stop!" Like Mark Cuban put. The yeah, Mark misery, Cuban please. would have been like,
1: "Just leave, <laughs> please."
0: Um, he emailed you though, right?
1: Yeah, he emailed me like three pages of text, and I just responded, "Please remove me from your email list. I'm not interested."
0: Unsubscribe.
1: His partner emailed me later.
0: Really? And said, "I, I was uh,
1: Ethan told me you were interested in some." something i don't even know what i'd have to look up what it is some process and uh
0: is it's that like, the thing where they evict people on your behalf yeah
1: <laughs> that's another thing too this business model so unethical he
0: was like you like a house give me the address i will knock on their door and see if they're behind on their payments like,
1: right we look for people who are behind impressive. on their payments who are struggling who need some help and just decide we're gonna kick you out
0: like and i'm then gonna then take what? your house where do they go
1: and then we'll sell it to you, on a cheap for less. For, for less. Yeah. Hey, I'm good, bro. Are we don't trying do to that.
0: fix the, the housing Who is this crisis helping? here? This is
1: why real estate—it's uh, part of it. Just seems a little. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Are we trying to build a fan base with the show, with the podcast? No, because we're talking okay. about terrible. Okay. Well, I h- hate real estate. Agents. Yeah
1: if people are listening to this they're like what are what is this podcast what are they talking about
0: oh this is a podcast about murder where we tell you a a story that happened true story true crime and the other person doesn't know and they react to it we basically ripped off our favorite podcast yeah we did keyword favorite
1: who doesn't rip things off that's how rich people get rich is the highest form of flattery
0: yeah i think it's like that sincerest, <laughs> highest, greatest. Words. Anyway, I mean, do you want to hear the story now? No one yeah, cares. Honestly, we you, haven't right? we
1: haven't I mean, you got a job.
0: You're working it.
1: They don't need to hear Work anything. It. It's been so long it'd be like,
0: what was our last episode? The the whale story?
1: I don't even remember. I was actually thinking I should listen to it before so we knew where we left off.
0: I think it was the shipwreck story.
1: The Moby Dick story? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow.
0: Because it was my turn. You told that story and then it was my turn and I just let like half a right. year go by.
1: Cannibalism.
0: My dad used to say when we would play like board games as a family and I, like time would go by and I'd be like, whose turn is it? And he'd be like, when it comes to a screeching halt, it's your turn. Because it took me forever <laughs> <an laughs> to go Oh my
1: gosh. That is a burn. I know.
0: Burr, 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 burr. So that's how we know it's my turn. It comes to Robert. a speech It just takes me a long time to like do things sometimes, like get out of the car, or like. But that's it.
1: It just takes me a long time to do things. Like
0: I'm just like I just want to make sure it's like done well, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, no. <laughs> okay, so. My sources for this story are, are we jumping into it? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Strangeoutdoors.com. What? Heavy.com, which I had never heard of. Careful. Heavy.com? I don't don't know. What kind of joke is that? (laughs) I have no (laughs) idea. (laughs) I'm scared. It's just so,
1: (laughs) like, it's almost too general, where it's like, this could be anything.
0: I think, I don't know, but I think it's like heavy things. (laughs) <laughs> like, emotionally heavy. Oh, okay, okay. Like, oh, that story was heavy. <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the the dishwasher that's 70, the dishwasher door that's 70, 70 pounds.
0: 70 pounds. Oh, now we we'll have to make a recommendation for that. Inside. Oh, dog. wait, before I start. Rex. Rex Corner. Rex? Yeah. Recommendations. Oh. That. First off.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what is Hector that? Hector would
0: like that. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I said his name. Should we cut that out?
1: I mean, we didn't say last name.
0: Okay, true. Um, but yeah, we should we
1: should recommend that. Yeah, for him. I'll I'll
0: send it to. him. <laughs> <laughs> say it, cause you,
1: well, you. I forgot what what is it called? It's the
0: SNL. skit. It's an SNL skit about, that's uh... like it's um. Well, I don't want to give it away. Home appliances too. for men. Yeah, home appliances for men. It's yeah. so funny. Okay.
1: For for um stay at home. Stay at home. Stay at home men. men. Yeah. Stay home husbands. Yeah.
0: And then um. What else? Oh, Mayor of Easttown.
1: Mayor of Easttown's great.
0: And then two movies I want to recommend, since it's been a long time. These movies have been out, but whatever. One is Prisoners with Hugh Jackman. Yep. Um, and the other is Mystic River with yes. Kevin Bacon and... Sean Penn. Others, yes. We watched those. Very, very well done. And the Good
1: guy acting. from uh, Shawshank Redemption... Tim
0: Robbins.
1: I I can't confirm. I wouldn't know. My
0: mind just reads him as Leonardo DiCaprio. How? I don't know.
1: Oh my goodness. Like, Not even close.
0: I Well, I know. <laughs> I didn't say he looks like Leo DiCaprio. I said <laughs> my mind reads him as...
1: Well, as soon as someone says actor, I think Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Okay. Is it weird that I don't think that he's that attractive?
1: I mean... He doesn't. He seems pretty plain.
0: Yeah, but people. He's like just a good lose actor. Their minds over him. Right? Oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Actor.
1: Well, when he was young, apparently he was like he super was, like, attractive. He was the thing. Yeah, Titanic.
0: Yeah. That was a big deal. Um, Romeo and Juliet. No. Claire Danes, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Do I look
1: like someone who'd watch a movie called Romeo and Juliet? I
0: didn't choose to watch it, but we had to watch it in ninth grade English. That's
1: like, what's that, 500 Days of Summer? Yeah, but yeah. you watched that. My sister made all of us watch it when my friends and her friends were having, like, a sleepover. Uh-huh. She was like, and you we're going to watch 500 Days of Summer! No, we absolutely, we were like, this is ridiculous. Actually, even some but of her friends you, were like, you said you, sat is...
0: there and watched it?
1: No, that's, oh. what, I'm, that's oh, what I, I thought, just said. I
0: thought you were saying so you did see it.
1: Well... I saw probably like the first five minutes.
0: You know what's crazy about that movie? I was super pumped to watch it because it was like the thing, you know, at the time. And then I watched it and I was like, that was really boring. And I don't think I got it.
1: I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. Maybe even a well, little so older. So I
0: was what, 22? <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, is that all? Any more recommendations i'm sure
1: th- i'm sure there's probably Ooh,
0: more. catch and kill podcast oh yeah. yeah
1: yeah you'll learn some things
0: um ronan farrow yeah which is a secondhand wreck
1: mm-hmm. a poser wreck is there something else
0: i think there is i think we've seen some i mean it's been oh if you want
1: like a nice funny easy to watch show miracle, miracle oh, workers. miracle
0: workers
1: is a pleasant surprise. Yeah,
0: it's funny. Like, it's laugh out loud funny. Yeah. And I don't laugh out loud that often. I, although, I laughed out loud at a commercial today. So, I don't know what's happening to me. Mm. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. StrangeOutdoors.com, Heavy.com, Murderpedia, Wikipedia, all the pedias, Pedia Light. History Channel, and the A&E Channel's website.
1: Wow. That's a lot lot of sources. sources.
0: Remember, so, like, a couple weeks ago, I tried to do this, and there were so many different articles and sources that I was like, I need, like, a week to put this together. So I did. So you
1: took six months.
0: (laughs) No, I didn't look for a story for six months, and then two weeks ago I started looking. And actually, now I have a list, because people have made some recommendations to me, so this won't happen again. Probably will, but at least I have a list to work from now. Okay. Can you move the mic a little closer to me? Just like. Yes. Perfect. Okay.
1: <laughs> Good luck.
0: Carolyn Jens. J- he must be like so Danish. <laughs> Good start. Sounds about white. Their last name is Sund. Jens. Jensend. Gent. J- Jens. j-e-n-n-s is the the husband's name and she's carol jens Jans. carol yansund
1: the full last name is jensen no yansund
0: his name is jens jens and the last name is sund Sund. so his full name is jens sund (laughs) you should have looked that up i don't know like, like, you know, Jan is a man's name, and it's pronounced Jan. is Jan. a man's name? Oh, um, Jan, okay. Like J A N. yeah. I don't know. It's not central to the story.
1: <laughs> what are we going to call it?
0: J-S? Well, he's not really in the story that much. Oh, all right. I, did I give it away? Just go. Okay, Carol and Jens, Jan's, um, son are a couple in their early 40s living in Eureka, California.
1: Oh, Eureka.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. It's the 1990s, and they own a real estate business together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not an actual fart, in case people are listening. I, I don't know.
0: That's,
1: that's just me thinking, I hear real estate, and I think, <laughs>
0: <laughs> We should ask my mom to tell us the, the sound that, um, this is way off topic, but when we went to the Netherlands, we met, like, my dad's distant cousin or something. His name is, like, Bert. And whenever he was in the middle of his sentence, as like punctuation, oh yeah, you emphasis. Told but she does it so <laughs> funny, like because he would just be talking in the in the middle of the sentence. Do it?
1: Like, yeah, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so and then I can't yeah, even keep but he talking. he
0: also had like the most like quaint Dutch accent, <laughs> and it was just it was so. If I could go back to one moment, it would be freaky Bert deaky Dutch that noise. Sure. Okay. Carolyn and Jen's son. A couple in their early 40s, married. They live in Eureka. It's the 1990s. They're realtors, and they have a 15-year-old daughter named Julie. And they are also hosting a 16-year-old exchange student from Argentina named Silvina. Whoa. Silvina is staying with them for three months. She's about halfway through her stay, and she and um, the daughter Julie have become good friends. Carol and Jen's. Sorry, also, how old are the kids? Um, 16 and 15. Okay, so they're in High like school? 10th grade. Um, Carol and Jens also have other children, including a 13-year-old daughter named Gina, but there's little information on Gina or if there's another child. So, at one point, it just says the other children, but...
1: In all those sources, really?
0: Yeah. Um, is definitely part of the story, and Slovena, the exchange student, is definitely part of the story. Oh, so, so, the they, other kids they, just aren't in the story. Okay. Just so out of, like,
1: respect, them. just to keep them out of the... Okay.
0: I guess so. Okay, so on February twelfth, nineteen ninety nine, Carol, Julie, and Sylvina left their home in Eureka, California, to go on vacation to Yosemite National Park. Without
1: the other siblings, they went on vacation. I guess the other they siblings? couldn't
0: get away from school or something, huh. like, because they're in high school and the other kids were in middle school. And so I don't know. Maybe she- they
1: do separate vacations with them or something. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. So this might explain it. Um, Julie had a cheerleading competition in Stockton. Oh, okay. And well, so it was like maybe. Oh, like...
1: Stockton's a lovely town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not. So this is kind of weird. They from Eureka, they fly to San Francisco to SFO. They rent a car to drive to Stockton, where Julie has her cheerleading whoa, competition. Whoa,
1: whoa!
0: And then they drive to Cedar Lodge, right outside the Yosemite National Park entrance.
1: Oh my God terrible logistics sorry <laughs> who planned that why well, would you go to San she's Francisco?
0: a real estate agent not a travel agent and <laughs> yeah, it but, shows
1: my gosh yeah but location location <laughs> location right
0: so cedar lodge i think we drove by that's that little like resort oh, yeah. lodge right oh yeah outside. we, yeah, we, did yeah, drive by we by saw that, that. Yeah. we were just in yosemite we should say a few weeks ago yeah it was cool nope um oh uh you should watch
1: but for the free solo Oh, yeah. That was great.
0: Yeah. Question. Oh, yeah,
1: but for the people who are not California people listening, San Francisco, like, if I think, oh, oh we need to go to Stockton, way San west Francisco and way doesn't south. cross my mind. No. Not a great, that, well, that, that makes no sense.
0: Okay, so here, let me, let me, more context. The goal was to do, like, kind of a national parks trip with the two older daughters, um, and they had to hit Julie's competition in, in Stockton on the way there. But they were going to go on to the Grand Canyon after this. And so they're going to hit so Stockton. So they just didn't care about CEO See Yosemite, see Grand Canyon.
1: And why do they go to San Francisco?
0: I don't know. It makes because no sense. it's the closest airport to Stockton, but it's Sacramento. not Sacramento. I don't know. Maybe Sacramento wasn't around yet. I don't know. What, what year was this? It? 1999.
1: Oh, it was definitely around.
0: Okay. Yeah, you're right. I I flew there when I was little, and I was born decades ago. Okay. None of this is important. Sorry. (laughs)
1: This is my genuine reaction.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so they're staying at Cedar Lodge. Um, They get a room, and they plan to stay for a few days. Jen's, the dad, is at home because he couldn't get away from work, but he is planning to meet them at SFO, the San Francisco airport, in a few days, and from there... They're all flying to Arizona together to see the Grand Canyon. They're
1: going to go back to San Francisco from the... Yeah, because they have a rental
0: car, so they have to take the car back.
1: God, maybe something's going on at SMF. So,
0: uh, what? Sacramento? Uh, Yeah, that's the Sacramento airport. Sorry. So the next day, um, the three women hike in Yosemite, and other families report seeing them, so they're, like, around and everything is fine on the hike. They come back to their lodge... Um, and this is how you know it's the 90s, they rent some videos from the lodge's lobby to take back to have movie night in the Oh, yeah. Right? That's legit. When I read that, that made perfect sense to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I can imagine, like, up. a little shelf of VHSs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So a few days later, Jens is at SFO, ready to meet his wife and daughter and Sylvina um, to go on to their trip to the Grand Canyon. But he doesn't see them at their gate, and this is also very 90s. He figures that they had just taken an earlier flight. No cell phones. None of the, no one in the family has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll see them there. Like, I'll see them at the hotel. They must have, like, wanted to leave a day early or whatever. Which now that seems so foreign to us. Yeah,
1: but even they'd still have to call. I would call. You could find use a landline yeah. or a payphone, something. But still,
0: before everybody checked in all the time via text and whatever... Like, I guess it is possible. If they're having
1: to travel, the, well, yeah, I don't know.
0: You know? Like, the, it was just a different time.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Um, so, Jens doesn't panic. He boards his flight and expects to see them in Arizona. But then he gets to the ho- their hotel in Arizona, and the rest of his family hasn't arrived yet. Nobody's checked in, so he starts to get a little worried. He tries contacting them at their hotel in Yosemite, But um, the Cedar Lodge hadn't heard from them or seen the family since the night before, or two nights before when they were renting movies from the lobby. So then, Jens calls the rental car company, who confirmed that Carol had not returned the rental car, even though it had been due two days ago. So at that point, Jens calls the police to report his family as missing. Ugh. So, local police and Yosemite Park rangers start searching the area where the three missing women were last seen, including around Cedar Lodge, on hiking trails. That's um, tough. And at first, people figured that they had wandered off the main hiking paths and gotten lost in the park, since it's a giant park, and, you know, it's common for, like, hikers to get lost. Um, but the fact that they had returned to the hotel room, and they had, like, a record of their movie checkout.
1: Plus, they were scheduled to leave so they probably weren't going to go hiking that day right
0: um yeah they were supposed to leave the next day yeah and so you they could have gone on a morning hike and gotten lost since checkout wasn't probably until like 11 or 12.
1: Yeah, yeah possible yeah so, i doubt it
0: um that the, they were last seen february 14th now it's february 26th and F- fbi agent nick rossi says at this point we have not yet uncovered evidence to allow us to determine conclusively whether this was a tragic accident or a criminal act, so by wait that's
1: the that's the statement after just by, that information.
0: By um, so it's been a little more than a week. It's been like twelve days, and at this point, they're hinting that they think that they. The was a the
1: hell really of a state. I mean, like right there, I'm thinking you can't say that.
0: Yeah. So now it's four weeks later, um, and police, family, and volunteers are searching. In and around Yosemite National Park by um, helicopter, foot, and skis, since it is February. Oh, so so
1: my, yeah, there's, oh, this yeah. is bad.
0: And so, in addition to the women, or signs of the women, they're also looking for the missing red 1998, or no, 1999 Pontiac Grand Prix, which was mm-hmm. their rental car. So, a couple weeks after that, Carol's wallet turns up in Modesto, California, which is not in early, Modesto. yeah, not super close to Yosemite. Interesting. Um, and it includes her all of her money and her credit cards. Nothing is missing. Um, and so that is not really a good sign to the police. Because clearly someone saw her, took her wallet, and, and dumped it in Modesto.
1: Or they were traveling through Modesto.
0: and um, something went. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. No one thought of that. That's why you're the detective.
1: Oh! Ho, ho, ho.
0: So... <laughs> Because of the discovery of Carol's wallet in suburban Modesto, police and FBI searched, quote, the logical routes in and out of that spot, interviewing homeowners and business owners and others who may have seen them. So you're right. You're right. They're, they're thinking that maybe they yeah. were passing through Modesto and she left her wallet at a gas station. So the FBI relocates its headquarters from Yosemite to Modesto at this point. And now it's February 28th, 12 days after the women's disappearance. Um, that, you know, a few days of their searching in Modesto, they start treating this incident as a murder rather than a missing persons case.
1: Wait, I thought it was four weeks later.
0: Um, yeah, I guess my timeline got a little crossed. Oh, okay. Because remember all the sources that I yeah, used the that's, beginning? Yeah, yeah. I... So, okay, so, um, four weeks later is, um, oh, searching yeah searching by helicopter foot and skis and mm. sometime before that they found the wallet got it but all through this time they're searching yosemite they have their headquarters in modesto and so it's oh like an my expansive goodness. search that's a
1: huge search yeah sheesh
0: um they have more than a thousand leads um a all thousand of, yeah from people in the area <laughs> it's so funny too because
1: you, like we always hear there are no leads we have no leads even when they got nothing, they got a thousand leads. Well,
0: that's like Woo! the problem is because so many people were like, "I saw them," like, "I saw this oh, lady yeah. in the park," and so out of over the thousand leads, um, they produce zero trails. Ugh. Um, Jens Sund offers up a two hundred fifty thousand dollar reward for any information leading to wow. the return of his wife and daughter. And after a couple of weeks, he ups the sum to three hundred thousand. How do you dollars. pick a price? You know.
1: How do they do that?
0: I feel like I wouldn't have said two hundred and fifty if it were me. Oh. I would have said more.
1: Oh, okay, I was like, "Do you think I'm worth?"
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm I mean, confused. They own
0: their own real estate business. Two hundred and fifty is like a cheap house.
1: You gotta, yeah.
0: I would have done like, I think I would have done like five hundred.
1: I mean. A lot of times you hear, like, 5000
0: Yeah, but they own their own real estate business.
1: But I'm saying, like, they it's not a... They flew
0: to San Francisco from Eureka.
1: <laughs> right, okay.
0: Um, but it doesn't matter, because no one has anything anyway. Um, Carol's parents, Francis and Carol, Carol Sr., that's weird. You don't hear much of, like, a, a woman Sr. and a daughter Jr. Oh, you're right. Right? It's interesting. Um, But her parents appear on Good Morning America to ask for the prayers of Americans and help in locating their daughter and children. Oh, wow. Um, Now it's March 18th. You ready? A hiker in Stanislaus Forest stumbles upon a burnt up car lodged into some trees and brush off of Highway 108. Um, He calls CHP, the California Highway Patrol, who calls in the FBI and FBI investigators arrive at the scene, open the car, and find two burnt bodies in the trunk burned beyond recognition.
1: Oh, wow.
0: After a few days, they're able to use dental records to identify the bodies as Carol Sund and Sylvina, but no Julie.
1: Julie's the the mom? Julie's the daughter. Julie's the daughter. Carol's
0: the mom. Okay. So Carol and the exchange student are found in the car.
1: Wow. Is this, are they a driver and passenger seat? They're in the trunk. They're in the trunk. Their
0: bodies are in the trunk.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah. A few days later, an anonymous letter is sent to the p- police, and it contains a hand-drawn map and a note that reads, We had fun with this one. Oh, that's so, terrible. Police follow the map, and it takes them to Julie's body near Lake p- Lake Pedro in Tuolumne, Tuolumne? Tuolumne County. Her body is in an advanced state of decomposition and her throat had been cut. Okay. Uh, so that's March. By the end of June, there are multiple suspects. I'll just go through the list. There's five. Okay. Um, there's Michael McLarwick of Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> what Michael
1: Mc... Sorry, Michael it's McLarwick.
0: Michael quotes Mick Larwick. Ah. <sighs> <42. sighs> this guy was this guy was
1: bullied when he was.
0: You think so? I feel like you have to be tough to go by Mick.
1: Mick Larwick?
0: No, no, Mickey no. McLarwick? Mick Larwick? No, just Larwick. <laughs> the Mick is the nickname. Oh, Mick Larwick. Mick Larwick. Oh, damn, that's bad. It's <laughs> bad. But see, the only bad. The only Mick I know is from the Rocky movies, the trainer. <laughs> and he's a badass. So in my mind Mick is like a badass. Even though it's kind oh, no. of a bad name.
1: It's Mickey McLarwick.
0: <laughs> he's part of Weenie a... Weenie Hut Juniors. He's part of a vagabond group of meth users.
1: Centered oh, In the no.
0: Modesto
1: area. Oh, no. Okay. Vagabond meth users. <laughs> that sounds like a, so a band. So, he
0: grew up near where <laughs> the bodies were found. Um, and he... Allegedly shot a Modesto police officer around that time, Ugh. and he has a long criminal criminal record. Um, but he denies any role in the Yosemite killings. The second suspect is this guy. Also has a oh, okay. Name, here we go. Eugene Rufus <laughs> Dykes. <God laughs> the damn. What the? Oh my God! He's Larwick's half brother. What? Yeah. So I guess that's why he's he's oh. a suspect, just because he's associated it's with the It's Larwick main and
1: Eugene.
0: Billy Joe Strange. I did not make these <laughs> names. How did you up. not I know I this was going to God. happen? I just cuz I was I was going in with the facts. You know, I yeah, was focusing. I, at <laughs> first when
1: I started laughing you're like, "Why are you laughing? This guy's name isn't that weird." And now you're re- re- reading off <laughs> literally what? literally the weirdest names I've ever heard. <laughs> the, Eugene
0: Rufus is the weirdest name you've ever heard.
1: <laughs> what was the last one?
0: Billy Joe Strange. Billy Joe Strange. What about, I know him Mr. Strange. What baby? That's not the strangest name you ever heard?
1: I know him, Mr. Strange. He was our neighbor.
0: Maybe it's him. Was his first name Billy Joe?
1: I don't think so. Well, he did have a southern accent and liked to hunt and brought home a lot of, like, venison.
0: And there can only be one Billy Joe with a southern accent, so it's probably him. <laughs> can I read my suspect? Y- yes, him? yes. Billy Joe Strange is 39 and he's a parolee in this Yosemite area and he worked at the Cedar Lodge, um, lounge and restaurant where the murder women were last seen. Wow.
1: These are some prime suspects. I can see why they narrowed it down. these. Right. Yeah. He
0: also denies any part in the triple murder. The fourth is Carrie Stainer, the Cedar Lodge. Stainer? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> he's the, the handyman maintenance guy at the Cedar Lodge. Um, but he has no real criminal criminal record. I can't say the word criminal tonight. He has no real criminal record aside from one charge of marijuana use in 1997.
1: That's not criminal.
0: The f- <laughs> At the time it was. I'm just saying. At the fifth... At the... What? <laughs> the fifth is Daryl Gray Stevens' And he's um, Billy Joe Strange's roommate. He was convicted in 1978 for rape and robbery, Oof. Um, and he failed to register as a sex offender. So he's he taken failed into, to register. Like, like they failed to didn't. register him. Well, I think that you. Oh, have you have to, to register yourself. Yeah, mm. like whenever you move somewhere, you have to be like, "Hi, I'm." Hello. A <laughs> um, so all five suspects are taken into custody and then later released once they're all like, you know. Cleared up with alibis or whatever. Wow. So, um, as this investigation is unfolding, another case opens up. You ready? Part two. Let's do this. Joy? Uh Uh-huh. Joey? Spell it. J-O-I-E. Joey. Joey Ruth Armstrong doesn't show up to visit her friend in Sausalito, as they had planned on July 22nd. So her friend calls the police to have her checked on. On July 26th, park rangers find Joey's car parked in front of her house, packed up for this trip, but she'd never left, obviously, because the car's still there. So they go around back, and behind her house, there's a little campground area. I'll explain more about where she lives in a second. Um, And under some brush, they find her body, and she'd been decapitated.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: So, Joey had been working for the Yosemite Institute, which is one of those partner programs with the National Park Service, so that you can work in, like, outreach and education. Oh, yeah. While you're getting a degree, but you're also, like, a park ranger. Is that, like, the
1: uh, science in the parks? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's position. similar to that. Right. Um, so, she had been living in Yosemite, and um, there's this cabin area where other rangers and park workers also live. There's about 30 cabins, mm. and she's in one of them. Um mm. We saw that. Sorry, which park? It was Yosemite? Yosemite.
1: Oh, we did see We's, that. Yeah. It looked creepy.
0: Yeah, it did. So oh. that, I, that's the same one. Um, and behind that, there's a campground area for like the general public in yep, yep. a stream. It's big. Yeah, and her body's found next to a stream behind the cabins.
1: Wow, we were right there.
0: Yeah, and her head was found um, in the stream as well. So investigators think that she had probably been murdered the night of July 21st. She was found on the 26th, so five days ago. Okay. Um, and earlier that day, the day of the 21st, her co-workers had seen her in the Yosemite Institute offices and around the cabins. And the next day was her day off, and that's when she was planning to visit her friend in Sausalito. So she God. had to have been killed the night of the 21st.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Police asked Joey's co-workers and friends if they had seen anybody or anything unusual that day or the days leading up to it, and multiple people reported seeing a blue 1979 International Scout. I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up. And it was, like, a competitor to the Jeep in the 70s, but they stopped making them in 1980. Like, you know those, like, utility safari cars? Yep. Yeah. Um, So they track down um, international scouts in the area, and they find one registered to carry Stainer, the maintenance worker at Cedar Lodge. Ah. The one who had the marijuana charge. Yep. So by now, um, Stainer isn't at the park. But he's found vacationing at the Laguna del Sol Nudist Resort in Wilton, Sacramento County.
1: Whoa, excuse Local
0: me. Oh no. us. Who knew? What? We got one right in our back I'm garden.
1: sorry. Repeat
0: that. Um, Laguna del Sol Nudist Resort in Wilton. Are you looking this up? Yeah. I hope you have your, uh, like, safety. I, I don't
1: care. <laughs> what is it called? Laguna?
0: Laguna del Sol.
1: Del Sol. Laguna the Sun. In uh, Wilton. resort.
0: Yeah. No, oh, it's, it's in resort. Wilton. Mm-hmm.
1: Your, Your premier clothing optional resort. Oh,
0: clothing My optional. My goodness. Please hold. We're doing Where in Sacramento research. County
1: could there be a resort?
0: <laughs> I think by resort they're definitely, you know, like taking What are we libraries. looking at here? Oh, are they? Are they in the nude?
1: No. She is. Oh. I right? Don't, I don't. It I don't doesn't. Get oh! It. Oh, he is too. That's he an old man, but that's an old man, but oh, this person is too. I see. Uh, okay. The Kraken.
0: Is it? <laughs> is a clothing optional resort?
1: Appealing? Absolutely well, not.
0: Is, like, what's the point? Is it to get a really good tan?
1: It must or be or it like, like, like a, a thrill. Look at this.
0: Yeah, no, people be nude there. That's the you idea. You see titties
1: on their website.
0: <laughs> Look at this. You can't say that. My mom listens to
1: this. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's, what do you want me to call them?
0: Um, just, just say they're in the nude. <laughs> they're not decent.
1: What's the Spanish word? <laughs>
0: I'm not saying that. Say it. Had... I think it's senos.
1: With an O? Yeah. Masculine?
0: Yeah. It just seems (laughs) counterintuitive. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: Hold on. Gotta look up on the maps.
0: Oh my god! Why are you? (laughs) You Gotta figure out where.
1: No. Gotta know where to avoid.
0: Did you just bookmark it? See, you bookmarked the website. No, I didn't. I know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Save that for later. Laguna del- It's on Rawhide Lane. <laughs> <You> <laughs> that's know. disgusting.
1: Dang, dude.
0: Can you zoom out so we can see where it is? Absolutely. Okay.
1: Oh! oh! It's not that far from us. Well, it's by Slough House. When you're driving to Kirkwood, if you take the back road, 16, that's... That's where you go. Rancho Marietta.
0: Yeah. That's definitely... Oh, man. Must-have information. Can I finish? Well, just as
1: to let you know how close that is.
0: It is pretty close. It's like that would not take us long to get there. No. Shall I continue? Sure. Okay. So, um, Stainer, the maintenance guy is found, he's, a- he's arrested at this nudist resort and he's taken to Sacramento for questioning and he, he... must not be
1: a good maintenance guy if his name is Stainer. That's funny. Didn't. Sorry. Know yeah, okay.
0: I'm getting to the, like, the crux. (laughs) Okay, all right, all right. You know, this is conflict resolution moment. He confesses to killing Carol Sund, Julie Sund, Sylvina, and Joey Ruth Armstrong.
1: Whoa.
0: Um, But despite confessing, he pleads not guilty (laughs) by reason of insanity.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, so let's briefly go into Carrie Stainer's backstory in childhood. He's born in Merced. California in 1961. Good start. And he has a younger brother named Stephen. In 1972, when Carrie is 11 and Stephen is 7, Stephen is kidnapped while playing in front of the family's house. Oh. He was held captive for more than seven years by child, seven years seven years by child molester, pedophile, rapist Kenneth Parnell.
1: What do I feel like I've heard that name? You have. Cause oh my goodness. Yeah,
0: Stephen. When if you if I were to show you a picture, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Like, oh. I feel like in every movie they model the, like, pedophile character yeah. after this guy with, like, the yeah. big glasses. Yep, yep. Yeah. I
1: know exactly who this is. Um, so, <clears throat>
0: Stephen escapes with another boy that's held, held captive. Um, yeah, I story. When he's Oof. 14, and he makes his way back to his family's house. I can't
1: believe this is the same family. Right?
0: So, Carrie, the older brother, is now 18, um, and he said that he felt extremely neglected by his family while Stephen was away. And was also molested by his uncle during that period.
1: Guys, what is up with this time period?
0: (laughs) Yeah. The 70s? How did anyone survive the 70s? So in 1989, six years after Stephen's return, he's married, he's had a couple kids by now, um, and he's riding his motorcycle on a highway on a rainy day when he's struck by a car and killed in a hit-and-run. So Stephen obviously had a... Very difficult, very brief life, and carries his older brother. And so Carrie claims that his brother's kidnapping and death led him to have really dark thoughts and was the main cause of the murders he committed. But he also tells investigators that he thought about killing people as early as age seven, before Stevens even. Whoa. Born. Um, and he tries bargaining with little with detectives, and he requests um, child pornography in exchange for telling police how the murders took place. I couldn't find if they ended up giving in. I don't think they did. I really hope not. Oh my goodness. But he ends up telling them that he followed Carol, Julie, and Sylvina into their hotel room after they had rented films. um, Killed Carol and Sylvina first. And then he tied up and raped Julie in the hotel room next door. Since he didn't want her to have to see her mom's body while this was happening.
1: Oh, so now you care about...
0: Um he left her there, tied her to the bed and let her watch TV while he cleaned up the crime scene next door. He apparently cleaned up the room so thoroughly, even removing hairs, fibers, wiping down fingerprints, because he claimed he watched um murder shows on the Discovery Channel. So he's a he's a murderino murderer. (sighs) He then took Julie still alive, um, naked and wrapped her in a hotel comforter and told her to get into the car. Where he put the other two bodies in the trunk, so he's using their rental car. Um, he drove for hours, and he says that along the way he came to like Julie, um, who told Carrie that her real her name was Sarah. Um, there's wow. tapes of him. The FBI recorded him confessing, and he says she was a very likable girl, crying. Um, she was very calm, and so after they had driven. He was her, crying when he said this. Yeah. They'd so driven for several hours and he knew he had to do something with her um, and so he turned off at Lake Don Pedro and carried Julie up a worn dirt path to a small clearing overlooking the water I told her that I wished I could keep her he said. He then raped her again, brushed her hair and fanned it out on the ground um, around her head. He told her that he loved her and then he cut her throat
1: Oh my god Yeah, he That's one of the worst He said
0: to make sure that he wanted to make sure she died over, like, the, a course of 15 to 20 seconds because, quote, I didn't want her to suffer the way the other two did. I loved her.
1: Okay. She did, though.
0: Yeah. Um, so, in December 2002, Carrie Steiner is sen- sentenced to death, and he's still incarcerated at San Quentin Prison. The end. Oh, wow. There's my story. There's the Yosemite murders.
1: Well, I will never think of Yosemite the same.
0: Right? I wanted to find one that was like, I don't know, kind of. It took place in a region we've been to. It's a kind of a bummer. Ooh,
1: that was a. That was
0: heavy. Yeah, I usually don't do ones like that too. I don't yeah. like stories where like men kill women or men sexually assault women. But because we had just been there, I felt like we, ne- we needed to hear it. You know.
1: There's also something about that that reminds me of Mystic River with yes, his brother. Bo- the,
0: yeah, that was the other it thing. Just, well, there are so many like overlaps with our life. We live in Sacramento. We just watched a movie. This is not a spoiler because it happens in the first minute of the movie. But where a young boy is kidnapped by a child. And held hostage for a while. Well, yeah, not, hostage, not that long, but yeah. But still. Um, and it messed up his friends yeah. just like it messed up his brother. Yep. Um, we have just been to Yosemite. We've seen the Cedar Lodge and the cabins where the park rangers live. And we've driven by San Quentin. Yes. Wow.
1: Oh, this reminds me. Yeah. There was a family recently in California oh, yeah. who was hiking in Mariposa County.
0: Also where Yosemite is. Yep.
1: Um, who... The entire family on the hike died mysteriously. This is the dog, the I guess a baby.
0: Yeah, a one-year-old baby. Gosh.
1: And husband and wife. Yeah. And there are no signs of trauma. They're waiting for the toxicology report because no one has any idea how they died.
0: They lifted the hazmat situation, though.
1: Yeah, they, they like quarantined off a whole section of forest Quarantine. as a hazmat area. Um, thinking that there was, there were toxic fumes coming from old mines in the area or something, but they just said that they, it's, that's not, that's not it. It's not it. So there, we don't know.
0: I mean, you gotta love all the sudden experts in, um, noxious gases on Twitter. Oh
1: my goodness. (laughs) There were so many responses to that, uh, post about this family how like oh well, it could be volcanic activity, and someone was like uh, genius. There's no Volcanoes volcanism in this
0: area. In this
1: area, and someone was like oh well, the Long Valley Caldera is close by, which is like eighty miles east.
0: Also, caldera doesn't mean there's active magma.
1: Well, I think the Long Valley Caldera is still technically
0: really. It's still active. A
1: little bit, but oh, but it's like pretty close to pretty close to being done. Hmm. I could be wrong, I'll to double check, but I think it's it's still...
0: Well, I hope they figure out what happened, because that, like, we go hiking all the time.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, we do.
0: <laughs> we went hiking last weekend. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. We hiked to falls and never saw the falls. Mm-hmm. El Dorado.
1: That area is probably now... It was El Dorado, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Caldor fire.
0: It, it made it there?
1: I mean, across Highway Fifty.
0: Oh, Jesus! That's so, what we're worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, is there anything that we want to do to wrap up quickly since my story was such a bummer?
1: Uh, anything that's not a bummer, lift people out of this.
0: Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Scanning for things Ooh. that aren't a bummer.
1: <laughs> None detected.
0: Let's like play one round of Would You Rather or something.
1: <laughs> Would you rather starve for fifty <laughs> days or eat an entire Joshua tree? <laughs> Where'd you get That's that? That's still wrong. my favorite. That's so funny.
0: I told that, or I like posed that question on. um a field trip in front of like a bunch of people with Joshua Trees around. With us. Joshua Trees around and we had just listened to a podcast episode where they told us a story about this I mean Group I of she people. claimed to be like a like a health club yeah owner. Where she was like a trainer and she was like healing people. And she um, told them to
1: starve themselves for as only, long as possible. Yeah
0: her only regimen was just starving people And someone, they were starving people for 40 days was the maximum. Yeah. And so we were driving where there was nothing but Joshua trees and playing Would You Rather. And so mine was, would you rather starve for 40 days, eat absolutely nothing, or eat an entire Joshua tree? (laughs)
1: No one laughed except no me. I was laughed. cracking Everyone up. Everyone took it like,
0: too seriously and was like, well, can I cook and season the Joshua tree? Like, <laughs> think,
1: well, can I? Yeah, you can't ask questions. <laughs> the
0: whole point of would you rather. Like, eat one. the tree. <laughs> so what? Have we ever even answered this question?
1: I think I'd rather starve.
0: I would rather eat the Joshua tree.
1: I would say starve because it requires no nothing ever? from me.
0: Here's the thing. When I go like four hours without eating, the burning in my stomach is so intense.
1: Have you seen a Joshua tree?
0: But just like, you want to talk about like, burning in your there's stomach. There's no time limit, and so you could just little by little just peel away the bark, the bark, and the sp- and, and the spines, spines, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and whatever cr- critters are you know, in eat or cactus, on it. You see? Yeah, they eat the, the what's inside. They don't eat the, the, they eat the, the spines.
0: They eat the fruit. That's the outside. You're
1: eating the entire Joshua tree. The roots. <sighs> All of it. Down the hatch. Nom, 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 nom.
0: I don't want to starve to death.
1: You might starve to death trying to eat the Joshua tree. <laughs>
0: yeah. What nutritional value do you think is in that?
1: Enough to keep you alive, maybe? I
0: would just pick the tiniest. I would pick, like, a baby Joshie tree. Oh,
1: yeah. It's still a tree.
0: Once I I also told someone on a different field trip that a young Joshua tree was called a Josh. And he believed me. Also,
1: (laughs) let's put it this way. Someone has starved themselves for 40 days. That was successful.
0: They survived.
1: No one has eaten a Joshua tree. That we know. (laughs) (laughs) Like apparently it's doable so i'll pick the one that someone's been able to do well
0: a lot of people have starved themselves for a number of days and died but yes we know from the story that it was like two women in particular i think that survived was it like 50 day. pounds
1: yeah yeah it's pretty wild one
0: was, was like 38 pounds
1: um oh and uh, spoiler alert it didn't help this, like, coaching, you know, that she was coaching to oh, get yeah, them better? Oh, yeah,
0: help. she was murder. Yeah. Didn't help. What's... We gotta re-listen to that one. That's, like, one of the best ones. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, alright, well, I don't know if that was an uplifting note to end on, but I'm ready to end. Yeah. We're gonna be back, right?
1: I think so, I guess I gotta do some now homework. Now
0: it's your turn, when it comes to a screeching halt. Blame me. Good night!
1: Bye!